Welcome to the IEEE 5G Transmissions Podcast, an IEEE Future Directions Digital Studio production. In this first installment of a two-part podcast with Misha Dohler, we talk about the future of mobile beyond 5G. Misha is an IEEE Fellow and Co-Chair of the IEEE 5G Technology Roadmap Committee. He is a professor at King's College London, where he is directing the Center for Telecommunications Research. Misha's vision is based on his experience helping design cellular systems over the past 18 years as part of university, industry, and startup jobs. The mobile industry has enjoyed tremendous growth over the past decades. It has evolved from a niche technology embodied by an analog first-generation 1G voice system to a now fully-fledged internet on the move, uh, which is embodied by an end-to-end digital 4G system. Now, with so many generations of mobile deployed globally, technology is starting to become commodity and is naturally experiencing market pressure underpinned by shrinking margins in high deployment costs. Um, it is hence useful and timely to pose the question on the future of mobile, a future which goes well beyond 5G. And notably, I would like you to understand which technology disruptions are required to enable mobile not only to survive, but to thrive in an increasingly competitive technology and business landscape. Now, let's start with some trends. Decades of mobile development, deployment, and usage allows us to draw fundamental trends today. The first relates to an increase in orders of magnitude of the system key performance indicators. We refer to them as KPIs. The second relates to the major constituent of capacity increase over past decades. Now, let's start with the first one. And the interesting fact here is that the KPIs of cellular have evolved in a rather consistent way from generation to generation. The most important ones are data rate, number of connected devices, and delayed latency. Each of these have increased or decreased by one or two orders of magnitude from generation to generation. Notably, the downlink data rates evolved from 2G to 3G, to 4G, respectively, from about 100 kilobits per second to 170 megabits per second to a gigabit per second. The number of devices from hundreds of devices to 10,000 per square kilometer. And latency has been reduced from almost 300 milliseconds to 100 milliseconds to 10 milliseconds today. 5G and the evolutions thereafter are unlikely to follow a different trend. Indeed, the International Telecommunications Union, or the ITU, is shaping these requirements, uh, which need to be fulfilled by future mobile generation in the IMT 2020 program. Whilst the recommendation is still being discussed, we can extrapolate some KPIs from the different use cases and applications. In particular, for the 5G downlink, data rate will be about 10 gigabit per second, right? It's an order of magnitude above 4G. The number of devices uh, per square kilometer will be about 100,000 and the latency will hopefully be about a millisecond for ultra-low latency use cases. I want you to understand that for the first time, though, these numbers overstep some fundamental thresholds which make 5G really interesting for stakeholders which traditionally were not associated with cellular technologies. Indeed, 
The extremely high number of devices and optimized power consumption allows 5G to enable the emerging Internet of Things, the IoT, which requires billions of endpoints to be connected. Given the global coverage, along with the mobility and roaming support, 5G sends consolidating as a serious candidate to enable the IoT. Furthermore, the very low latencies and ultra-high reliabilities enable critical applications to be serviced. Given the ability to offer service-level agreements, we call them SLAs, 5G is also consolidating as a serious candidate to enable Industry 4.0 applications. Therefore, the evolution of the KPIs will allow 5G not only to address consumer needs, but also a wide range of industry use cases. Now, concerning the second fundamental trend, let's examine the breakdown on the increase of wireless capacity over the past three decades. We shall make use of Martin Cooper's law, which says that wireless capacity doubled every 30 months over the past 100 years, with an overall million-fold increase in capacity since 1957. Now, with a breakdown of these gains, however, being five times due to the physical air enhancement, 25 times due to spectrum, and a whopping 1,600 due to the massive deployment of reduced cell sizes. Overall, it indicates that smaller cells are by far the biggest contributor, followed by the availability of spectrum, and then all the other factors which remain negligibly small. In particular, the physical air has only contributed roughly 0.3% to the increase in capacity when compared to that of smaller cell sizes, where spectrum a little bit more, which is about 1.5%. It is due to these smaller cell sizes that cellulars become much more heterogeneous, and this trend is to continue, if not accelerate, with 5G and beyond. Thank you for listening to this edition of the IEEE 5G Transmissions Podcast. Discover more about the IEEE 5G initiative and inquire about participating in this effort by visiting our web portal at 5g.ieee.org.